On November 14th, the Tampa Veterans Mental Health Advocacy Council will host a homeless veteran stand-down and veterans resource fair from 10 to 2 at the American Legion Post 111 at 6918 North Florida Avenue. This is open to all veterans and their families, and lunch will be provided. For more information, go to Tampa Veterans Mental Health Advocacy Council event page on Facebook. WMNF Tampa, where music, news, and culture collide. Tune to WBF Radio 88.5 FM. This is the public affairs program called Community Speaks. This is the time I get to talk to you. My name is Patro Mabili, your host for Community Speaks, and I want to talk to you about a few things going on in the world today and looking forward to your telephone calls because we have DJ Spaceship in the other studio waiting on your calls. He's going to take your calls for me today. So definitely appreciate that. We are going to discuss the dangerous tendencies in this world, especially in the United States. Embracing lies and conspiracies, apocalypticism and political intimidation. When Florida's governor fired Hillsborough counties and Orange County's elected prosecutors, the area's police chiefs and sheriffs stood on the podium in a political show of support for an undemocratic act. Sheriff's Chad Cronister is running essentially unopposed to maintain his position as sheriff. And this leaves the people with no one to question his behavior and no electoral option for the people to hold him accountable. And the governor has been running roughshod over our constitutional rights, a rubber stamp legislature and a judiciary which will not or cannot hold him accountable. And the former president is twice impeached, facing lawsuits and criminal indictments, but cushioned by a right-wing base and a Republican Party, which refuses to hold him accountable. And instead, an embrace of lies, conspiracy theories, not backed by facts in the language of apocalypticism, which allows any crazy idea to be mainstreamed, that's our current reality. And the embrace of delusion is what wannabe authoritarians must rely on when the truth hurts. Even during the public health crisis, that was not enough to stem the tide of lies and ignorance being spread from the top. And perhaps a, a political element needs to have this need to sow distrust distrust in a government in which all are corrupt and no one is trusted. White Christian nationalists have embraced apocalyptic speech the most. The idea that whites are not in complete control of this God-given white country means the country is falling apart. You can listen for this language in the former president's speeches, uh, even his lawyer speeches in his court trial. Uh, one of them, at least, the one about being called a fraud and uh, his lawyer gets out and starts talking about how the country is falling apart. Any MAGA Republican who is angry when they didn't get their way all use end time apocalyptic language. And that core belief explains so much of the extremism and the proclivity 
towards violence on the political right. And that is according to the founder and president of Public Religion Research Institute, Robert P. Johnson. He wrote the New York Times bestseller, The Hidden Roots of White Supremacy and the Path to a Shared American Future. And that book posits the question, which becomes, how can the people in our leaders solve the many problems facing the country if we cannot even agree on what they are or on basic facts and the nature of reality and the truth more generally. So I believe history will judge us for these times if we don't get our act together. And uh, we are in for a major problems, as we just heard at the news break at the top of the hour, that this new Speaker of the House who has... Christianity has been front and center of of topic as he's taken on his new role. Uh, people are wondering whether or not uh, that's going to come into play when we're trying to prevent a government shutdown, trying to pass uh, enough of a bill to deal with uh, the many problems that we have to face. And so that vote is... Coming up, and uh, are we going to be prepared? And are we going to see another government shutdown? And are we going to see any problems getting solved? And uh, so those are the things that I want to talk to you about today here on this Monday, the day after uh, Veterans Day weekend. And uh, we are dealing with all of these issues as we are facing, once again, the possibility of a government shutdown, the possibility of people's uh, prices going up and uh, people not being able to pay their bills. People may not be getting paid on time. Uh, there's a lot of problems that we have to rely on our government to resolve. And if they're busy uh, playing politics and wasting their time on pointless investigations and trying to defend and protect and not hold accountable those in their party who have really made a lot of mistakes, caused a lot of problems, told a lot of lies, and slowed down progress in this country. And uh, trying to, you know, uh, change the equation or change the topic to talking about other peoples and other parties, especially the President of the United States, his mental capacities, and uh, while we overlook the mental incoherency of the other of the right wing and as we're hearing it in the former president in his speeches he doesn't want to come to debates and be held accountable he wants to go in front of friendly crowds who are going to embrace all of this apocalyptic speech and all of this all of his lies and not hold him accountable don't want a society to hold him accountable and what about the governor of this state who's going to hold him accountable and so these are the issues that we're going to see if the leaders of this country are going to deal with it. So, you know, we have to talk about it and we talk about what's happening locally, statewide and nationally. And of course, internationally, we have a lot of crisis issues. We're at a crisis point on a lot of issues that we have to deal with. And uh, we're wondering how they all come into play there's a ransomware problem issue that we seem to be dealing with that has something a lot to do 
with Russia, Russian hackers disrupting the U.S. Treasury's market. And by doing that, by attacking China, they're trying to disrupt the U.S. Treasury's market. And at the same time, it has impacted one of the world's largest banks. So this cyber cold war that seems to be going on means that we have to be bright eyed and conscious of what's happening around the world and how it's going to impact our future. At the same time, looking more closely here at the state of Florida, we know that there's a lot, there's been a special session of the state legislature and one of the issues was to protect Israel, money for the protection of Israel and uh, not necessarily just the country of Israel, but schools, Israeli schools or Jewish schools here in the United States. And one of the issues that have come up is the one of the Democratic legislators have decided that some of that money, or that should be more money included to protect historically black colleges here in the United States as well. And speaking of which, we have been dealing with this issue of in terms of not being on the same page, the idea of telling lies, not facing the truth. And that raises the question of why have we seen this attack on black history? And that has promoted the distrust and the hatred against black schools. And they certainly don't feel comfortable and feel like they need protection as well. And maybe even political protection from a governor insisting on going after schools and businesses, corporations that don't agree with them, you know, that they certainly consider their political enemies. So, but we're watching that. We're watching the legislature in terms of how much money is going to be included to protect historically black colleges here in the United States, in this state. So let's, uh, let's talk. Give us a call here on Community Speaks so that we can talk about all of these issues, especially the issue of issues of lies, uh, conspiracy theories, and this whole apocalyptic thinking being embraced, especially by the white nationalist right, and how leaders are cultivating that. Uh, 813-239-9663 is the number to call if you want to add to this discussion, maybe talk about uh, what have you seen in your uh, locality that explains this, that see, that shows these tendencies locally. Uh, we've seen here in the state, many people try to use this information in, in, in order to promote their own ideas and promote distrust in not only government, distrust in the vaccine, distrust in the economy and you know, as workers have found themselves empowered as of late, you know, there have been people going after the whole idea of of uh, unions. But again, it, it springs to mind that there are, even on the left, there's this attempt to use a, a sort of social gospel to promote enlightenment and I wonder, have you seen examples of that as well? We've seen that 
in the recent UAW strikes, the United Auto Workers, that the leader of the United Auto Workers, uh, Fane, I believe his last name is, has been using the social gospel to uh, basically applaud what has happened, the empowerment of workers, the to applaud the, the deals that have just uh, come about, have been agreed upon with the three automakers, and as a way of rallying workers and to get more people interested in the unions, he's been using a sort of social gospel, reading from the scripture as well. So I'm wondering if that's one of the ways of fighting against what we're seeing is apocalypticism on the right. 813-239-9663 is the number to call. You can also write me here on Community Speaks at dj at wmf.org. This is a, it's important to talk about it because, like I said, too many people, because they are pushed by lies and conspiracy theories, are willing to embrace violence. And this is a, goes a long way in explaining what we're seeing Around us, and once again, uh, I want to draw your attention to the book, The Hidden Roots of White Supremacy and the Path to a Shared American Future by the founding president of the Public Religion Research Institute named Robert P. Johnson. So, uh, give us a call, and I'm waiting on your telephone calls to talk about what is happening around us. And we're going to go straight away to the telephone lines to get started as we are. Uh, it's already 1219, and I want to go to Manatee County and uh, talk to Dave because Dave says he wants to talk about these topics. Go ahead, Dave. Glad you called. Thank you for calling Community Speaks. You say what? And thanks for what you do. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I have never, and I'm 73 years old, I have never seen a, uh, an atmosphere like we have. I was involved in politics 40 years. Uh, through presidential elections I was involved in, you know, a few years back, 10, 15 years ago, but still enough to know. Yeah. I, I got a little bit of knowledge of what should be going on, and, and it scares me to death what's happening on the right. They can't even settle things among themselves, <laughs> let alone work with the Democrats. And you're talking about the violence. And I would be afraid to put a Biden or anybody else's sticker on my car, we have police officers with flags up and down their property saying F Biden and Trump won and all these crazy things that I never would have thought I've seen. Right. Uh, years ago when elections were over, they were over. We've got Trump stuff everywhere. And I don't understand how after 63 lawsuits lost, Supreme Court that he stacked mm -hmm. said he lost. His lapdog, William Barr, said he lost. And these people are still licking his boots. Mm -hmm. DeSantis is just as bad. I mean, he's running around the country saying it's the freest state in the nation. <laughs> as long as you're not a person of color, a woman, somebody that wants to vote, or somebody that wants to learn the real history, or someone wants to teach the real history. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just so it doesn't seem real to me. Yeah, and it seems like it definitely I has. Think in my lifetime I would see this. And did you notice, like back in 2016, that sign that says "Lock her up"? That was new. Yeah, they screamed for a year or two. Lock her up. Lock. Her. They had nothing. 
they still got nothing. Right. I argue with these, I, and I should stop. I need to get off Facebook because you're not going to change them, and they're not going to change me with unless they come up with some right. facts or something besides conspiracy theories. All I ask people to do is look at real news, four or five stations, and make up your mind. Right. You know? Corroborate the truth. Continue to, to spread these lies. I mean, just, they're not even innuendos. They're right. out and out lies that are causing the violence in this country in every state in all different forms between gays and blacks and, and, and people that want to vote and people that want to learn. Hey. You know, you know, and, and you know it better than I do. And I, I'm just I needed to vent a little bit. Yes. But it just scares me with the police officers being so prejudiced and yeah. out and out blatantly prejudice. I thought they had to be neutral. Right, and that's why that the, my thought was that, you know. This, the, yeah, it's only against Biden and the Democrats at this point. But to see... But the, there's more blacks on the left side than there is on the right. <laughs> there's more old people on the left than there is on the right. And I'm one of the old dumb people. I'm a computer caveman. No. The technology has done more damage than good in my mind. I love what we've done with computers for mm -hmm. work and some being able to talk with your family lies. Right. Not going to on that X or Twitter or meeting right. or whatever it is now. He is not going to uh, require them to tell the truth. Politicians. No. no. Oh, my God. It's like he wants to embrace that. He does. He does. Okay, he's a Brazilianer. Right. He'll sit back and and he'll just go live in a mountain cabin someplace. Uh, one wonders not. if he's on the revenge because of South Africa, how the financial oh, yeah, communities. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and and it's working in some cases. I mean, look what he's done, and and you know, I mean, I just I don't understand how we just allow the like you're saying the blatant. Lies. They're just blatant lies. And no one held accountable. They're allowed to do now. They didn't even want to do. Politician, you know, 20 years ago, everybody lied a little. I'm not saying that both sides don't lie. But nobody had the audacity to lie like one side has been doing. Yeah, I mean, tell him. Say it this way I have to go to the side that does not tell women when and how to have babies. Right. I have to go to the side that's not going to tell me when, how, and where I can vote, and if I can vote. I have to go to the side that takes care of the downtrodden and doesn't say, I got mine, you get yours. Right. And, and now I just, you know, I know where that is, and none of them are perfect. I will never say that. Right. But One is enlightened. I'm sorry, the people that complain about Biden in 47 years, it's because he was elected by right. the people that he represented. They wanted him. That's what matters. I can't do nothing against Mitch McConnell or, or maybe saw, now, Santos. How is Santos still in office? <laughs> right. How All of the lies. He's saying that and his voters don't they, care. They, uh, they uh, what do you call it, um, reject Liz Cheney. Right. Telling the truth. Yeah, for telling the truth, she's rejected. That's right. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to take up all your time, but no, sir. what you do, 
and hopefully it'll get a little better. Um, this is going to be the scariest year in my life, to be honest with you, because it makes all the difference in, in, in my mind. The only way DeSantis, and he's, he don't care because he's a uh, hundred points behind or whatever he is, but uh, Trump may go to jail. Yeah. Then DeSantis automatically is their choice. But think about that. They don't even want him or the other couple people that are running, and one of them is going to be the choice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for calling in, Dave. Thank you for what you do, Manatee County. Take care, bro. You too. And uh, we got uh, more calls coming in. Eight one three two three nine nine six six three is the number to call to uh, join this discussion. We also are going to be taking your emails as well, so you can email me at wmnf dj at wmnf dot org, and uh, we could read your emails on the air as well. And in fact, one person has written to be fair. Our fascist governor doesn't mind, uh, as, uh, doesn't mind if people vote as long as they're going to vote for him and he'll do anything to make certain that's the outcome. Even if he has to get rid of a few districts that he knows alone won't vote for him as he's done between that large district between Tallahassee and Jacksonville, which is a huge area. 813-239-9663. Let me go back to you to talk to more with you. Let me go to Ron and Mango. What you got, Ron? Oh, I got a little bit. I ain't got it all. You know that. No, <laughs> ain't, can't have it all. And, I, and that's what's wrong with these people in this country. They want it all. <laughs> and they want it all now, you know. And then... While you complaining, they can't see it. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to deal with it. Then when the urgency comes, all of us are supposed to go to the table. Mm -hmm. Sit down and, and, and meti out something that never works out. It's my problem that stuff we meti out don't never come back as the fruit is supposed to be. Right. I just share, share a couple of things with you, Mabila, and get off the phone. I was on a little boat ride this last weekend. And I uh, went over there to uh, Montego Bay. They had some old crazy site. They took us to this guy about a lady called the White Witch. And uh, hmm. she killed yeah, she killed three of her husbands, so they made a whole theme like Disney World out of it. Oh. Once, that's some idiosyncrasy right there to deal with it for one thing. And then I talked to some people that shared some experiences. One uh, group of people was some African-American people. I did this purposely to sit around them, and they were talking about the church thing, about every time the church gets going to black church, uh, they send somebody in it to corrupt it and destroy it, especially when they're helping the kids, feeding the poor, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So I told them, yeah, I noticed that. That's why I stopped fun functioning with that, because they, they come in and destroy it, and it's at large. I mean, no matter where you go, uh, some programs they can't tap, but they, for the most part, they get them. And then I sat in a pool with a, a largely Caucasian women and a guy, and the guy and the girl got out, and they thought I wasn't going to get in with them, but I got in just observed. And when I got in, they started talking crazy stuff to my, this is a ghetto boat and all that, and they was big, out-of-shape people, and they act like they was down for conflict, and I could tell that they was uh, for what's going on in the country. And as well as some of the other people on there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I saw a, a distinct line between that. And I talked to a lady who happened to be Caucasian. And she told me her and her husband separated. And that, I didn't want to get into it because we were talking about something else. And her and her kid and what we were talking about the kids and the world they're supposed to be trying to have. And she said straight away that 
her her husband divorced because of uh, this uh, Trump. He said because she don't like him and he ain't nothing but a liar and a thief mm-hmm. and a crook. And she told me the stuff. I said, well, wow. I just, and she said, nah, I divorced him. He didn't understand. He wanted to play with this mess and act like he's going to go with this dude. And she said, you can have him, but you're not going to have me. And she said she divorced him. Wow. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> I was like, okay, man, it's real people out here. Okay. <laughs> man, I heard that he broke up families just by his presence. Ready yeah, for office. Just, yeah, but that's how it deeply entrenched this stuff is with people. She, she said he just want to sit there and program up with all that idiosyncrasies and that nonsense, mm-hmm. uh, you know, instead of trying to do something else positive for the community, for the world, et cetera. Right. And then uh, I talked to an Indian guy, which I learned that you was talking about this stuff. The Indian population run mostly all them islands and all that, the, you know, the Caribbeans and stuff. They got a hierarchy there that I saw in place, too. But he did tell me that this and I shared with you. He said that the young people are not going for this uh, racist stuff they got and they're pushing because that's how they push the wars and stuff. And they always start them, start that mess when there's conflicts abroad. If you ever thought, I, th- I think I told you that before. I noticed that in history, throughout history. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they started right in house. You got a conflict abroad, it's always in house conflict. How is that? How does that work? Yeah, well, we noticed the, the current conflict has really uh, caused a lot of conflict on college campuses because that's supposed to be the place where you can talk about and debate these things. And uh, people have been not wanting to debate or not allowing people to have true debate. And I think that's on purpose. And uh, that's the reason why we've seen the right wing takeover of certain colleges, because they know they have to get to the minds of the young. Yeah, they create them conflicts, create conflict, and create the conflict, and then act like they solve the conflict too. That's part of the problem. Yo, Ron, let me see if I can get some more of these callers oh, in. Yes, I'm sorry. And no, I thank you for your call out from Mango. And uh, you know, I do want to ask, how do you feel? All of you feel about the fact that an undemocratic act by a governor getting firing a, an elected position was uh, he was surrounded by sheriffs and police chiefs, and here we have a police chief in Hillsborough County after doing that, standing behind a governor who did something like that, running unopposed. So, again, accountability. How I long for an age of enlightenment in which people had to be held accountable. So let's go to Clearwater, talk to Dale. Dale, you're on Community Speaks. Go ahead. You mean Joe, I think. Yeah. Okay. It's Joe. I told him Joe. Joe. Uh, Okay. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for taking my call. And uh, um, I'd like to comment on the uh, problem with, uh, you know, the um, Israel bombing, uh, you know, people that attacked it, basically. And uh, I'd like to uh, let you know that Sherman, during the Civil War, made a comment that uh, the most, uh, you know, the most harsh means uh, are called for many times to stop war and they're and it makes sense to use them because war is so terrible it's worse than you know what sherman did but and what did we do in world war ii with japan and germany we bombed their cities and it wasn't the military that we were bombing we were bombing yeah and israel was attacked and not just the first time but countless times you know they rocketed and these guys came in in, in strength and uh, did what they did. 
and Israel's sending a message. Don't screw with this, you know? And if these people are upset that they don't have electricity and food and stuff, I say, thank you, buddies. They started it, and now you're paying for it. That's my opinion on it. Well, I, I certainly appreciate it. And one more comment, if I could. These people are the same people that were throwing parties when 2011, when the Twin Towers came down. You mean 2001, and there were no real evidence of people throwing parties. But I certainly appreciate your call, Joe. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a lot to unpack there. But I'm going to go ahead and take a few more calls in the last few minutes that we have. But the fact of the matter is, how many is enough in terms of Israel's retribution for what Hamas did and is not going to, to work until you actually clean clear out Hamas out of those tunnels and hopefully you're going to get all of the hostages back in the process. Uh, but you still have to deal with the political solution. You still have to uh, deal with the fact that you know, somebody didn't want progress to happen in that region as Saudi Arabia was trying to build new uh, relationship with Israel. Saudi Arabia could, could have led other Arab nations to uh, get that done. And, you know, we know that Saudi Arabia and Iran is constantly on a tear against each other. But I think that that still is a possibility because at the end of the day, no matter who started it, who shot first, who did what first, there's a long history and of neglect in terms of what is going to be the solution there. And, you know, we had Hamas agreeing at one point that it would go for a two-state solution. But the PLO, you know, was talking about one vote, one state solution, one person, one vote. But... You know, Hamas has vacillated back and forth. Do they want all of that land just for themselves? Or is there going to be a real democracy in which everybody participates in a democracy? And that would be the one state solution, one man, one vote. Or will there be the two state solution? And so, you know, people have to agree as to what political settlement there's going to be and there aren't going to be people trying to undermine it for their own purposes. We're going to go to St. Pete and talk to Christina. Christina, your own community speaks. You say what? Good morning. Thank you for your show as always. Um, so uh, one of your callers, a few callers ago, I feel like he really laid it on the line with some of the things he was sharing, uh, particularly about the our impending <laughs> one year away uh, election. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're really not that far away from it. Um, and the, the very negative things that could impact this country, um, it's, yeah. uh, Trump and, and this, this, that, the other, uh, with DeSantis, you know, it, it's funny. A lot of people will say in Florida when you're just discussing the Democrats amongst each other, oh, you know, he's not going to become our president. Okay, well, that's, yeah, but he's going to come back to Florida and <laughs> yeah. even even more havoc. So we're stuck with him. What does that do for us? Right. And, you know, I was thinking about how that particular caller that I mentioned, he was mentioning how a, good, a great deal of law enforcement are, are pro-Trump. Now, I will tell you, I know this happens to everybody, the, the police uh, officers union calls me at least once a month asking for donations. You know, they do the standard call. And each time they've called me, the last three times, I've been polite, very civil to them, and I've calmly said to them, you know, guys, I'm, I, I'm a teacher, and the latest uh, union bashing bill 
that the GOP legislature has passed has really hurt anyone that belongs to a union in the state of Florida, mm. with the exception of the police officers and first responders. If your union leaders can get together with our union leaders and stand up for us, since they love you guys, the legis- I, this is exactly what I say to them. They love you, <laughs> but they hate us, and they've made it very clear. They've made it clear that they, they don't care for teachers, public school teachers in mm-hmm. the state. So stand with us. And then I'd be happy to donate to the police department each month. Um, and of course they say, thank you very much. Goodbye. Really? But, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I'm not surprised, but I thought that was very smart of you to do that. Yeah. So, and I'll continue to tell them that when they ask for, for their money. So the culture in Florida, I really believe that, and this is just the whole state, and it's everybody. Um, we live in a state where, and it's much of the Southeast, too, and probably all of the Southeast, where it's considered impolite or poor manners to discuss politics in public and what have you. That needs to happen. We're three years away from the next election here in Florida, the next big election. And, it, you know, it seems like a, like it's far away, but it's really not. And I think if, right. if, if Democrats and Republicans... Uh, um, can discuss politics with each other out in public without it becoming a brawl. You know, I lived in New York City for many years. I was in Brooklyn, you know, uh, having a glass of wine, and you'd be sitting at the bar, and you're talking to other people at the bar about politics, and you've got Democrats and Republicans passionately arguing, as, as New Yorkers do. But by the end of the conversation, it's like, okay, well, we can't, uh, we can't agree on this, but at least we talked about it. It's all good. Have a good cab ride home. See you later, you know? If we yeah. could get to a place like that in Florida, I think that would be great for us going forward. Because, honestly, I believe the legislature in the state, is, is they're probably aware that we don't speak to each other about politics, that it is considered impolite. And they love it because mm. that gives them more power. We need to start talking. As far as the Moms for Liberty people, they're gaining in power. They're becoming more dangerous on a national level. And I, I challenge them to maybe call the radio station one day and state their case. Because as far as I'm concerned, especially as a mom and a teacher, you know, most of the moms for liberty, let's, let's be honest, the demographic is, is predominantly white, uh, middle to upper class moms. And what they are failing to, to think about, and they're just not self-aware, is if their 10-year-old child is sitting in their middle school classroom, and there's a black 10-year-old child sitting right next to that white child, that Moms for Liberty person has directly and negatively impacted that black child. That's right. With the removal of books like The Color Purple and Homes by Maya Angelou, I mean, this is getting crazy. Next, we're going to remove um, A Raisin in the Sun by Lorraine Hansberry. I've even heard through the grapevine they want to ban Romeo and Juliet. I don't know where that's going, but I mean, it's just getting very dangerous. And if it's dangerous right now, I can only imagine what it's going to be like three years from now. So I just wanted to comment on that. Thank you so much. Thank you, Christina from St. Pete. Thank you very much. And uh, I thought that was very intelligent. That was very uh, an intelligent way to challenge that police from the Police Benevolent Association. And sometimes I think we have to even question whether or not they're not just a scam. Go ahead, caller from Art from Largo. You say, well, you had a question for me. Go ahead. Hello. Yes, go ahead, Art. Oh, thank you. 
Mabini, I would like to uh, comment on the current situation in Palestine. Uh, my, this is what my community wants me to talk about. Uh, Israelis and American Zionists call the conflict a war. But the definition of war is an armed struggle between two or more nation states. It, what it is, actually, it's not a war, it's a rebellion by Hamas for 53 years of occupation. Israel is a state. Palestine is an occupied territory. Israel has an army, navy, air force, concrete shelters. Palestine has none of the above. Now, what is Israel's excuse for all the bombings? They say that Hamas is using Palestinians as human shields. So, because the fourth largest army in the world sees Hamas presence in UN and Palestine schools, houses, hospitals, apartment buildings, mosques, churches, museums, playgrounds, restaurants, cars, they obliterate them with artillery fire, naval bombardment, and jet fighters. But Hamas won, Hamas won election in 2005, I think it was, in Gaza. So in actuality, they're not, they, they are the, the rulers of Gaza. But uh, they had to have known what Israel would do. In fact, maybe Israel is falling into their trap because, you know, you say that they, uh, they, the Israel does what it does, but Hamas knew that before October 7th, right? Well, uh, you know, I'm having a phone a connection problems here, but if you allow me to continue, I can't respond to that. But if you allow me to continue, uh, in addition to the above, the Israeli army knows for certain that Hamas is hiding in tunnels, with their main headquarters being under Al-Shiva Hospital, denied by physicians and healthcare people at the hospital. So instead of going into the tunnels to find Hamas freedom fighters, uh, you know, one terrorist is another freedom fighter. The MAGA people consider themselves freedom fighters at the Capitol. <laughs> so instead of going entering the tunnels, the uh, like the U.S. troops did in Vietnam, like they did in the caves in Japan, the brave Israeli armed forces prefer to obliterate all of Palestine's infrastructure. Why? To create a no man's land in North Gaza. To and to reduce the amount of land needed for a Palestinian state. Yeah. Thank you, my being. Yeah. What I'm going to do is I'm going to listen to the radio to hear your response because I'm having a phone connection problem. All right. All right. Thank you for calling. And uh, that's going to be a conversation that's going to continue to go on. But like I said, I think it's going to require, it's definitely going to, it's crying out for a political solution at long last that everybody can agree on and stay consistent with but also i'm a little worried about the the settlers uh behaving the way that they're behaving in the west bank in the in the middle of all of this and so you know that's going to be a a a, a topic of discussion that really needs to be had uh because you know this whole uh settler colonialism is Part of not just part of the problem is part of the main problem, and so we're going to go to Osmar and speak with Ken, as you call eight one three two three nine nine six six three to join this discussion. Go ahead, Ken. You're on Community Speaks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, first of all, I'll give you a compliment. I'm actually European. Uh, I'm okay. a natural citizen, and 
I have to say you guys have the best music on air. All right, yeah. It, it's a little bit off the subject. <laughs> oh, That's okay. <laughs> oh, uh, very, very fair uh, in reporting what's going on overseas, uh, taking this Palestine-Israel issue. Uh, very fair. Uh, it seems like nobody's, nobody's uh, everybody's afraid of saying something against Israel, and that's not right. Uh, and I'm going to be very sweet and short. I, uh, like I said, I like your radio station. I think you are, uh, we can call it independent. But at the same time, if I can give you a little advice. Uh, Certainly. Uh, just a little bit kind of to distance yourself from the Democrats. They're nothing better than Republicans. It seems like a uh, uh, two-party uh, democratic system. We are in here, and that's not why I came here. I came for the United States of America and not a uh, some two-party, not better than a North Korea, just one party. See what I'm saying? So, yeah, I hear that argument a lot, but, you know, just the, the point of this show was to talk about the conspiracy theory embrace and the idea that you embrace violence, and I don't see that on both sides. Yes, yes, and conspiracy theories, uh, believe it or not, <laughs> like I said, I come from another part of the world, differently. Mm -hmm. uh, there's many, many, I mean, there's crazy stuff out there. Let's just, <laughs> let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. Crazy stuff out there, and a uh, but it comes from both sides, you know. Uh, one one thing we can agree on: Republicans, Democrats, they are foreign policy. I don't think there's any different. And there's a lot of conspiracy theories about that. But I can tell you this much: uh, it blows my mind, blows my mind that a uh, top position saying. The top position in the U.S. government is held yes. by people with dual citizenship? Yes, sir. Who? And you can check that yourself. It's very simple. Federal Reserve, Secretary of the State, the, uh, you name it. I mean, it's like dual citizenship. So how can you actually, how can you as a government representative represent this country and actually fight for this country's a uh, interest and all of that when you have a citizenship of another country and we know which country that is and actually all that money goes <laughs> to that country and all these policies it's like let me tell you something the world is laughing at us man well i mean it's not all that it's not all that surprising given that we are a nation of immigrants and uh there's only one job that you you can't do that and that's the job of the presidency yeah, well actually it's not fair I, I i don't think that they represent the interest of the united states of america just my opinion just mm -hmm. my opinion mm -hmm. and and that's you see, that's a conspiracy right there. But actually, you just look it up and you and, and <laughs> look it out yourself. Now, Trump, Biden, man, just distance yourself from both of them. <laughs> and God bless you, man. God bless America. Love you guys. All right, thank you, Ken from Osmar. Take care. Take care. You too. Eight one three two three nine nine six six three is the number to call. Tried to deal with a few issues on the air today. Uh, but specifically the embrace of lies and the embrace of violence if you don't get your way, especially on the right. And again, 
wanted to alert your attention to the New York Times bestseller, The Hidden Roots of White Supremacy and the Path to a Shared American Future. I'm interested in uh, getting your ideas about this topic and on that particular book. So we're going to check that out. 813-239-9663. You could also write me, dj at wnf.org. And uh, one emailer has written, uh, well, Jeff wrote in to say that he thinks it's, uh, the elections are going to come down to the economy. It usually does. He thinks under the current president, there's been some weaknesses, inflation and things like that. But, of course, we all know that inflation has been cut in half, and at least on paper, in the numbers at the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve, that's their job is to watch the level of inflation and uh, so we've seen that cut in half because it was on the rise. If when you think about the the huge tax cut that added o- uh, over a trillion dollars to the national debt that we saw under the last president, and we also saw his trade war with China, and China had to re, re- reciprocate with going after uh, goods that are either delivered uh made and purchased in trump states or is heavily uh exported or exported to imported rather to trump states those uh those things those goods were given high tariffs by china if it was coming from china or on their way to china so i think that that was very much those two things the over a trillion dollar added to the deficit for the corporate tax cuts and the trade wars that Trump engaged in to try to convince everybody that he understood business, uh, didn't recognize that, you know, uh, trade wars means somebody can shoot back with their tariffs of their own and raise prices that way. So, you know, how much did he really know and, and show that he understood the economy. And how do Republicans keep getting high marks on their handling of the economy as they, every time we see Republicans in power, they either start wars that contributes to the deficit or they try to give away, give giveaways to the rich so that they don't have to pay their fair share. And we saw that happen and especially with the trade wars, we saw both of those things happen under the last presidency. And we've seen the inflation cut in half. We've seen infrastructure bills, the infrastructure bill and the Inflation Reduction Act uh, help get work, give workers some relief during the pandemic. And as we try to dig out of the damage done through the foreign policies of the last president and the economic policies of the last president. 813-239-9663. Looks like Josh is calling from Clearwater, and he has a question for me. Go ahead, Josh. You say what? Well, I just uh, wanted to know your comments. Really, my theory is that a lot of people in this country are struggling to make ends meet, you know, with the inflation, the high interest rates, the high rent. I feel like that's the reason it's easy for people to go fishing for conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder if maybe that's why we see such a a rise in, uh, you know, these conspiracies. Yeah. Because everybody's looking for why is it so expensive to do anything? Uh, anyway, my question is that. What do you 
think about that. Well, I guess you might be right. People may be looking for uh, some kind of something to make them feel better, feel good about this e- e- uh, economy. And but does that mean we we should embrace things that just doesn't make sense? And you know, and I think it's a it's a on the part of politicians who are trying to get away with lies. Are need for you to embrace those lies, need for you to believe in these things, need for you to accept these things. Because for as long as you are accepting that and defending your conspiracy theory, then you're not dealing with actual problems and you're not holding them accountable, which is the most important thing. A lot of politicians are who are embracing these uh, conspiracies don't want to be held accountable. And I think that's what's going on. And, you know, a democracy doesn't work if you don't hold people accountable. And if there's, and like I said, it's part of the reason why at the local level, this governor isn't being held accountable, nor are those police chiefs who stood behind him when he engaged in an undemocratic act of firing an elected official. And the person that's been put in his in one elected official's place in uh, Hillsborough County's prosecutor's place uh, is running for the office. Well, that could have, they could have done that anyways. You didn't have to fire the man in order to take his job. But this is the sort of undemocratic behavior that is going on in the country that is always trying to tout itself as a beacon of democracy. It internally has really engaged in anti-democratic behavior that has kept, you know, people from having access to the polls, uh, racist, undemocratic behavior. Uh, the idea that you could just fire an elected official is being embraced and accepted, and the person who did it is not being held accountable. Uh, this is a uh, this is what we have to deal with in this country right now, and uh, it's important, I guess, on the part of those lawmakers who are trying to get away with stuff to keep you distracted with this, with conspiracy theories, uh, because they can't solve the problem. Uh, the last thing the last president wanted was uh, a pandemic happening on his watch that he didn't want to take time out to try to resolve. Uh, so it was easier to just say it was a hoax. And this is the sort of thing that a country that I thought was built on rationality uh, built on, you know, intelligence and enlightenment uh, would, you know, allow somebody to get away with that. Uh, but it happens in this country and it's happening more and more often. And we have been trying to give some kind of analysis as to what is truly behind it. Uh, we're running out of time here on Community Speaks. You are tuned to Community Speaks here on WNF Radio. I think we got time to take one more call before we have to make room for uh, the getting back to the music. But it's the Music Monday with Blanny. You know, and that's, you know, there's always some good tunes that's going to be played. So we certainly want to get on out of the way and make room for uh, it's the music to return. It's the Music Monday to come back on. But we do have time to take one more call. Let's see what Joe has to say he said he wanted to mention something and uh we're gonna go and see what he had to say about this governor go ahead joe 
you're out of Lakeland. You say what? What's up, Mombili? Hey, man, just go again. Out of Lakeland, uh, last okay. time caller. Hey, man, so, yeah, so, you know, guys, we, we can't call ourselves Christian or religious followers, believers, and do the exact opposite of what you say you're doing, like mm-hmm. DeSantis has done. Uh, you know, he wants to tout Christianity, but do the meanest, most evil, hatred, racist, backward, you know. Yeah. There's two things here. Both of my parents, Sergeant Linwood came, and my mother, Mary, came. Both served in the United States Army. Both are buried at Fort Sill uh, National Cemetery. Now, they served and swore to defend this nation. My father died doing so in the meanwhile's war in Vietnam, waged by another Republican president, Mr. Nixon, who was impeached. Now, they died defending the Constitution, which says things like, we have elected officials that cannot be fired, should not be fired, and and couldn't be fired. But until Mr. DeSantis, you know, I'm air quoting, a Christian <laughs> finds a loophole and takes advantage of it and manipulates America's Constitution. This is the degradation. They want to talk about degradation? They're eroding and degradating the Constitution in their behavior and mannerisms and, and their policies. So my parents also died to protect our choices. So in America, we're the, the beacon of light. We have the freedom, right? Nice. So that means our women... You know, God bless the women of Ohio who stood up and said, you know, our voices matter. Leave our bodies alone. Mm-hmm. And let's make our own decisions. That's right. That's the Constitution, America. That's what we stand for. A religious party should have no place in your bedroom or mm-hmm. in a woman's decision. Because God is not judging us all at once. If you do believe in God, when you go before him, he's not going to say, hey, you voted this way. I'm sorry. You're not allowed in. He's not going to, you know, that's a singular thing. It's you and God, but, and you can still get redemption for the sins that we do. You know, we can ask for forgiveness. So our constitution as Americans, though, give us this choice while we're alive to make our own choices. And it should not be religiously constrained by a certain number, a certain party for people. Right. Uh, Joe, we're out of time, but I got to thank you for your call. We got to make room for the scoop. It's coming your way. It's the local uh, news productive uh, production that we want to share with you after in the, at one o'clock on Monday. So we got to go straight to the scoop. But following that, Blandy Whelan is going to get back to the music with It's the Music Monday. So thank you for joining me here on Community Speaks as we took your telephone calls and your emails talking about uh, conspiracy.